So today, Mert Hashem, we will conclude Klal Gimel and the Chayadam. So I just want to review some of the halachas that we mentioned and move on to two more, two or three more halachas before we conclude. So, in Klal Gimel, the Chayadam starts out saying there's an isser of having a Nachri do malacha for you on Shabbos and Chazal basis on the Pasuk of Kol Malacha lo bahem, that work should not be done for you. However, the Chayadam says, if you do not specifically ask a guy to do it for you on Shabbos, so then it should be mother because they're not doing it for you. However, he throws in eight conditions. Now, the theme behind these eight conditions are one of a few things. Number one, some of these things are not intrinsically usher, but they're only usher because of Maris Ayan, that it gives off the appearance that I sent him to do it on Shabbos, that I sent the guy to do it on Shabbos, that I asked him to do it on Shabbos, that he's a type of employee that gets paid by the hour, which is a concern or the like. So we have an issue just of Maris Ayan itself. Now, when it is only a problem of Maris Ayan, we know that Bidiyevet if the Nachri did it anyways in Shabbos, halacha is, there will be no knas. So that's just one halacha to keep in mind. What's another concern or, or reasoning behind these eight conditions? That the problem here is, that it should not be done for you. Anytime I can interpret this action that it wasn't being done for me, that the Nachri was doing it for a different reason. What, what would the reason be? We call it, he's doing it for himself. Adate de nafshai. He's doing it for himself. So then, there is no concern of having work done for me on Shabbos because he's doing it for himself. So let's just go through the eight conditions uh, you know, once again, we didn't really mention number eight, so we'll, we'll do it at the end here. So the first one, the Chayalim says that it has to be out of your house. You can't have the dry cleaners come into your house on Shabbos itself. It must be out of your house before Shabbos. The second condition was there has to be a set fee. When there's a set fee, so then the Nachri knows he's comfortable, he's confident he's going to get paid. Let's say there's an industry standard for the job, the service, so he knows he's going to get paid. So when he does it, he's not thinking about you. He's just thinking about the shirt. He knows when you come on Monday morning, you'll give him $2 for pressing your shirt. When he's pressing the shirt, he's not concerned for you. He's only doing it for himself. Number three, it has to be a cobbler. A cobbler is someone who gets paid for the job and not by the hour. When you get paid for the job, so you accept upon yourself to do the work. And at your convenience, you will do the work and you have zero connection with the owner, as opposed to someone who gets paid by the hour. So then, when they're working, if they decide themselves to work on Shabbos, they're asking for payment for their Saturday hours. They are sending in their bills, and therefore it would be a problem because then it looks like they're doing it for you. Uh, number four is you cannot have yichar malachta. They cannot designate that please do this work for me on Shabbos or that I, I need it on Shabbos itself. I need it to be done on Shabbos specifically. So that would be a problem because there it looks like he's your shliach to do it on Shabbos. We got into the discussion of what if I didn't tell him to do it on Shabbos, but theoretically it's the only time he could do it. I give him a car that needs you know, 35 hours of repair, and I give it to him Friday afternoon, and I want it Saturday night. So we had a whole shear on that as well. Number five is that it cannot be mechubra lekarka. It has to be talish. It has to be uh, detached from the ground. We spent, we spent an entire shear on that. Why is that true? Why does it have to be uh, detached from the ground? Number six it has to be done in the base Hanachri and not in the base Yisrael. It cannot be done in the house of a Jew. When you have work being done in your house, it gives off the appearance, Maris Ayin, that you ask the guy to do it on Shabbos or that you're paying them by the hour. So we mentioned that perhaps one could be mekel, at least B'tiyavid, uh, and perhaps L'chathchila B'shas Hatchak, in situations where the, where the industry standard is that people do not get paid by the hour and that you didn't ask them to do it on Shabbos. You have, uh, you're redoing your house and it's a whole year worth of work. So perhaps 
But Diavid, at least, when you try to tell them to leave, they, they don't leave. Or those situations, one camera lie on the, uh, the Mr. Brewer in that case, so we spent time on that. Number seven and number eight are really attached to each other, where the concern here is Yarviach B'yoyser, that a person is going to make more money by the, the work being done on Shabbos, meaning, let's say you have someone that works for you, and they're not just simply pressing a shirt, they're doing work for you, they're servicing customers, and if they wouldn't be doing work on Shabbos, you wouldn't make that extra money. So it's Yaviach B'yoyser, we can no longer say it's Adate Dinav Avid. he's doing it for you. If he's doing it for you, uh, that, that, would be, that would be the problem. Number eight gets into the concept of you hire someone for the year, someone's your, your W-2 or something, and or, or more, you, you actually own them 365 days a year, and they're supposed to do work for you when, it's, when it comes up. And if it comes up on Shabbos, so it seems to be the same type of concern. There are some details involved in that, but as we mentioned, when we went through these uh, eight conditions, when a person owns a business or someone's doing construction, but specifically if you own a business that has to operate on Shabbos, you should definitely speak with a competent Rav, a competent uh, Besdin, and go through your many Shilas. So I just want to point out that there are there's a new wave of Bate Dinim that are tremendously you know, moral, responsible, and they actually do not rip people off for many uh, services like Gittin and um, you know, uh, and arbitration work. They do an excellent job, and they keep the costs very low. And you know, used to, when it used to be a person who was getting divorced, had to spend ten, fifteen thousand dollars on a bezin. There are batidinim that are that are charging minimum costs. So when you ask them, how are they, how do they make a parnasa? You know, how many they can't be you're not busy you know twenty four hours a day doing uh, you know these divorces? How do they make a parnasa? So what the batidinim started doing, and is they started they have a whole business of shtaris where they're assisting businesses that are open on Shabbos, businesses that, you know, charge ribbis or pay ribbis, and they specialize in crafting shtaros for these types of businesses, whether it's ribbis, whether it's Shabbos, whether it's chametz, and that's a nice way to support your bezin that's doing great work regarding uh, other areas of divorces, of uh, financial damages, back and forth. Instead of charging $1,000 an hour for that, they are charging what they can, what people can afford, and they're, and they're supplementing their income with the shtaris, so just a nice way to support your rabbonim and your local bate dinim. If someone has a uh, specific concern, I have, I have a friend who has an excellent bezdin in Muncie, I can definitely refer you to him. Okay, just a few more halachas here in the Klal Gimel before we conclude. So, in Klal Gimel, he moves on to the concept of shutzvis, that if you have a shut, you have a partnership, you avoid many of these issues. So again, we, we, we spoke about that with the nursing homes. Perhaps that's the, best, that's the best way to avoid that, by getting a good shutzvis, who's a non-Jew, before you, uh, before you have your business run on Shabbos. Another halacha here is he talks about leasing cars, doesn't talk about cars, but leasing things or renting things out right before Shabbos. So the Gemara and Shabbos, if you test the way the Ramah, and many Rishonim learn the Gemara is that a person cannot rent out his equipment to a Nachri right before Shabbos, even though there's no concern of Shvisa's Kalim. My oven is allowed to be on on Shabbos, so why can't the Nachri rent my, uh, I don't know, he wants to rent my lawnmower for the weekend. So why would that be a problem? So if you look in the Ramah, the problem is there's a, there's a concern that he's going to look like my shleach. Since this thing does malacha, I, I leased out my tractor, I, uh, I gave him my van, so people are going to think that he's my shleach to do the malacha for me. So therefore, 
one cannot do that. The halacha is this is only on Friday. If someone would would uh, rent out his tractor on Thursday or Wednesday, there would not be a concern that he's a shliach. Additionally, if he already started to do the malacha on Friday, meaning let's say I have a car car rental, and I'm Shomer Shabbos, I don't have any shilas regarding you know being open on Shabbos, I'm a Shomer Shabbos, a car renting uh, company, someone comes Friday afternoon and he rents a car for me. So I know he's renting it for the weekend, he's renting it for Saturday. So forget it, independent of the actual schar Shabbos, there's a concern how to get paid over Shabbos, but independent of that, there's a question, the Gemara says I can't rent out uh, a keli to a guy, that uh, work is going to be done within on Shabbos. So here the place in Armeko that since he has to drive out of the parking lot before Shabbos starts, he already started working within on Shabbos he, on Friday before Shabbos. He no longer looks like you sent him specifically to do work for you on Shabbos. Additionally, some of the place can raise the, that perhaps back in the day, so you know, in the barter system, a person saw that you had a nice tractor, you had a nice, uh, I don't know, a horse and buggy. Oh, can I rent it for, 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 uh, for a couple days? But let's say a person's, so there was an individual on a whim decided to rent something out. So you don't know, you're looking at the guy's horse, maybe you sent him on a mission. However, if you have you know, a, a renting company, so then why would people think that he's your shliach to drive somewhere? I, I, have, a, I have a rental company, I rent out cars, and you know, Hertz rent a car, or you know, Yitzi's rent a car, whatever you want to call it. Hertz sounds like a Jewish name, but uh, Everyone knows, no one thinks he's my shliach to do it. So many places give him a fuck fake if this even applies when your whole entire company is all about you know, leasing things. However, let's say a person does not have a leasing company. Someone asks, can I rent your lawnmower? Your neighbor asked you. So then again, then you would have to go into these halachas and try to figure out what, what you can do uh, regarding, regarding Shabbos. Okay. One more halacha is the uh, concept of Hashemah's call, which we mentioned several times, that even when you're fulfilling these few conditions, if the malacha is making a lot of noise, perhaps it would bring up the Isser of Mara Science. We discussed it. We discussed it regarding vacuuming uh, your home. If a Nachman wants to vacuum the home, if, a, if, a, if you have a uh, hotel program and the hotel staff are vacuuming in, in between meals, so there it's probably mutter because they agreed on the onset that they're going to ensure that in between events, the floor is going to be clean. So I think most parts of would feel that that's mutter because that the hotel is doing it they wanted to be have a nice appearance because you rented the, the hotel for Shabbos. So that would probably be mutter. There's a discussion we mentioned in Rabelsky's Psak regarding washing glasses in the back of the hotel kitchen. In the dishwasher, there's Hashemah's call, but he felt that that's their area, that's their part of the kitchen, the, uh, the, the hotel staff, and therefore it would not be a concern. Okay, so that really concludes... Uh, the Chayadim uh, here in Klal Gimel. There is a whole entire section of Chayadim dedicated to Amir Nachri on Shabbos itself, which is we didn't really get to, which is when a person is actually on Shabbos asking the guy to turn off the light, to, to you know turn the challenge higher, or you know turn on the AC as we get into the summer months. So that we will discuss in a bit. Uh, tomorrow, Mr. Shem will get to Klal Dalad, which is a fascinating sugya in Shas regarding traveling on a boat three days prior to Shabbos, and it brings up many questions. First of all, the lambdas, why can a person not travel on a boat? Does this go into other halachas regarding elective surgery, or even a bris milah? Can a person do a bris shaleb on a Thursday, on a Friday? Good question. And we will also discuss if today's cruises, if that has the same halacha, or maybe flying. Can a person fly a few days before Shabbos? Is that a problem? So Mr. Shem will get to these halachas tomorrow. Mm-hmm.